Hi everyone and welcome to episode number 98 of Pens Fans Being Depressed. I mean, uh, <laughs> wrong podcast. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer for a new team this podcast. <laughs> if you aren't watching and can't see what I just did, um, in changing this podcast from the being depressed penguins, I meant couch on ice. Hi guys, how's it going? I switched my penguins jersey to a Miami Heat jersey who is in the conference finals. So basketball yeah, fan I'm right now. There. Right there with you. Right. Right. We're out of the playoffs for sure. Every single one of them. So. So, um, It's beach season. It's beach season. It's beach season. Uh, It's definitely not puck season in Pennsylvania, sad face. Um, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm just. How's it going? Let's let's not. I'm doing spectacular. Jordan's well, probably like a lot better. Could be a lot worse. I'm I'm like so <laughs> mad at one of you guys right now, and I think he knows exactly who he is, as he's the one giggling right now. Um, Chase pretty much put a guarantee on this podcast that I didn't verbally agree with because I was scared to for this exact fucking reason. That he goes, the Penguins will not lose three straight games. Well, that happened. (laughs) That happened. I know how the Leaf fans feel. Like I genuinely know how Leaf fans feel. We're climb. We're following them. Exactly. 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 We're right beside each other. other. They're just like two years ahead of us. And skipping down the freeway. Just facing them. It's yeah. Well, um, I can't say much really. The second round's our fucking enemy. Man, it the things just started unfolding correctly for the Rangers to win and the Penguins to lose. Like um, Crosby getting hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just all the these big just small little nice. things. Uh, like the Rangers, Mott coming back was just that was that insane. He was so start. good. He was so good. Lindgren. The full healthy defense. Well, that Lindgren. healthy top four. Really Fuck Lindgren. Fuck that faking well, little pussy. I hate him right now. Like, he's kind of a pansy. He's such he's a pansy, really dude. He's like he's six really foot good. three, six foot four. <laughs> and Evan Rodriguez defending himself knocked him down. And we got a fucking penalty. Like, and I, I know I already complained about it. But, like, I already heard Spit and Chicklets complaining about it. So I feel way more fucking validated. Like people are noticed it too, so I'm not crazy, but like, I'm I'm so mad at the dumbest rule in the game because Tory Krug did the most amazing <laughs> thing of all playoff hockey in 2018 when he skates down the entire ice without his bucket and crushes. I don't even remember who it was. I don't care. It was the best playoff hit I've ever seen in my life. Right. Started this a fucking dumb bullshit ass rule <laughs> that if your helmet gets knocked off, even if a diff an opposing player knocks it off, oh you have to go gosh. to the bench. And we conceded with five minutes left. 
because of that stupid rule. Like, I get the safety, but fuck your rules. I'm done. I will. I got some safety story out here. I'll come to you. Just stay there. Oh. I'm so hurt. I am mad. And that's exactly how. Yeah, but Chase, 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 I did not come on here for common sense. I did not come on here to be reasonable. I did not come on here for Penguins fans to be like, yeah, let's get behind this guy. No, I'm here to bitch and moan with the worst of them because fuck this series. No, actually, like, I'm, I don't care. I do not care. Yeah. We won that series. We had that series in the palm of our hands. And, like, I, I have so much, like, emotions to give to every single penguin. And, like, it's not all bad. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't go, like, thrashing everyone. One name I want to point out right now, Evgeny Malkin was awful for most of this series. <laughs> Like, he had moments uh, where he was Malkin, yeah. and then he had moments where he uh, was, like, yeah, like sucks, hey? off-season Malkin. <laughs> like, he didn't it, win you a game, and he usually does that. He did win us a game in game one. Oh, right. OT o- overtime. Like, he did win it for us. But like, yeah, but that was, the one, that was just one that was a moment. out of two games. <laughs> out of two games that were played that yeah. day. So. And... Like the, the I'm 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 mad at power play Chris Letang. I, I that's what, I want to preference that I'm not mad at Chris Letang. I'm really mad at power play Chris Letang. He had the worst pass accuracy in Game Seven, especially I've ever seen from a a quarterback who's been a quarterback on a power play for eight, how long? Seven, eight, ten years. At least on a PP2. Like, it, he couldn't hit Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin with a crisp pass. Like, those are the two players that, if you do, it's a it could be a goal. Just because. Like, it, that really, really frustrated me this game. But I want to jump on to New York. The thing is, like, apparently losing or scoring the first goal is, like, the most important thing, hey? Like, well, in game like sevens, apparently. Eight, yep. Like you, you win every time. I think, so what was it, four out of seven? Thing. Four out of seven of the game yeah. sevens ended that way, so. Who scored yeah, first? Yeah, I think it's now 14 straight game sevens the team that scored first wins. Well, there would be because, one uh, because Dallas scored first last game and they lost. Yeah, no, there's. there. Oh, well, I guess it would have been four. Because, like, it was, it was 12 it, yeah. before. Uh, this game or something like that. So I think it's gone. It would have just ended, I think. With I the guess. rest of them. Because yeah. they're. Yeah. Yeah, because Dallas. Right. Cause Dallas, Dallas scored, scored first. Right? Jamie Benn scored first. Yeah. So it so. would have been either 13. But yeah, anyways. 
whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's still a crazy yeah, stat. No. Um, yeah, do you guys have anything you want to add to the Penguins? Like, I could obviously go all day. Um, before we get into their offseason, like, we'll get into that after this. We talked uh, about the Rangers. I, I did like how Jari played. I, I did. Pretty good. I, I thought he was good. For his... Like, I don't want to nitpick. I don't want to nitpick, but, like, his glove, like, it, he still needs reps on that for sure. Like, if he's going to wrap up. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder that. I do wonder that curse. Like, it, it's just, like, there was, like, two goals. Like, Kreider's was a great shot. I get it. So was Mika. But, like, Shesterkin had one of those. You want jari to have one of those kind of things and like it's i oh, get absolutely. i'm nitpicking obviously on a good a very great performance on his first game back jari i really am yeah and on the rangers like you said they played very well like yeah because the really got cooking at the end there as obviously artemi panarin had a fantastic series i would say mm, i don't think so i think he's poor so, i thought he was very poor at least towards the end he got cooking He's okay. I genuinely oh, I don't know. think he's amazing all series. I genuinely don't. All I know is the old Brock McGinn, Teddy Bluger didn't get one done. I think that's why you guys lost. Really? I don't and think it really had much to do with like anything else. I think like Brock McGinn or somebody like that needed to be the hero of this game. Just simply wasn't. I get that. Evan Rodriguez was so close, man. Just jerking with some of those oh, amazing well, he saves. Already, he got two points. Like that's the thing. Like he did enough in that game. To no, I get that, but I'm know, just like, saying, like in a moment, I remember he was on the doorstep and just jerking robbed him twice. Yeah, hey, like, now, I, I got a, scored again. Oh, that goal! Crosby that goal was amazing. With, you know, like it's yeah, like your fourth. Third line needed. Actually, Second. But like Matt, Brock McGinn, he was he's a guy that I really would have trusted on this team to be clutch for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, kind of sad that Kapanen came down. To I, I was a little disappointed in Game Seven. Kapanen, like he was, he had a moment of burst, but like his decision making, yeah. he might be on his way out. I think like, so. I'm wondering that. I really am wondering. Regular season yeah. wasn't very good. His postseason wasn't. Any it wasn't. Better. It yeah, wasn't definitely. bad. Yeah, he was never bad this it year. It wasn't bad. He just was. It wasn't he was just average. Can... Yeah. yeah, it's definitely eleven minutes in the game that went to overtime. Is not great. Um, Certainly, but yeah, man, he's yeah, he's probably out. Probably old Jimmy, like you say, loves old Cappy. They I definitely like wouldn't be surprised if probably they get him. Let's hope he does. <laughs> but yeah, for your sake. For my sake, but like I just I don't know. Um know who I was really Crazy impressed with? It blows my mind. I can't believe it happened. I'm just, just I'm I can't still standing here with the things like I just that's that's wild. But right after I said that, man, like all of a sudden Crosby got hit that next yeah. game and like the next thing happened, the next thing happened and Yep. Uh, the Rangers started getting healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. And um, one player I was really impressed with, I wasn't expecting to be impressed with actually at all this series was uh, 
uh, Marcus Patterson or Peterson or however it is. I still don't know if it's Peterson or Patterson, but like I, I was really, really impressed with him. He put his body on the line all the time. He was throwing hits. He was getting hit a lot to make plays. He he still flops a lot. He lets his body go loose a lot, and <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> He looks unorthodox and like he can't skate sometimes when he's hit and stuff and he always falls down but like it seems planned to slow him down it's the weirdest thing i've ever seen but like he really really was good he had like two or three chances he had to post off a really great toe drag like there was just i really liked his game and if that's what we get next season all year then i'm i'm ecstatic for what our decor could look like so yeah I don't yeah marino I had a good Patterson. Mar- he's definitely gonna grow into a much better defenseman as he gets older he's 26 now so like that's pretty awesome for you and uh dumoulin being out obviously something had to step up right and mm-hmm. that's and it's almost good sometimes getting injuries like that Having to force Peterson in there to yeah, it did it did ruin a down. lot of us as like causing to put Latang on instead of Matt. Like we would have put Dumlin on probably for Peterson yeah, and Matt, right? Like, like an like, easy scapegoat for you guys is trading Dumlin. You know, you could just trade Dumlin. I hate that. I one hate year left, you could probably easily trade him for somebody a who lot. Wants an experienced guy, right? You know, I, I would. I yeah, it's just I I. No, it's not actually. Four point one. Four is nothing not for what he bad. brings. What he brings, man, yeah, is insane. Is, like technically, like I'll say it as a as a wing fan, I'd be okay with doing another Nick Letty thing with Brian Dumoulin, hundred percent. Come on in there, buddy. I'll, yeah, I, that's I just not where to... I would want to put the money. But fair enough. If if you've already got your team set, then that's what you need. It's more like, yeah, he wouldn't be for like a contending team, but somebody who wanted that experience. That sort of stuff. And it's a nice scapegoat because it's not like you don't have enough experience to lose Dumo, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I get where you guys are coming from with the money aspect. It's just like... So you can keep all your... So you can keep all your big guys is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna cost a this off penny. season's <laughs> really, really getting me thinking lots. Like, I don't, I would actually really like to keep Raquel. Um, I kind of like, he's kind of turned into like what I expected Zucker to be is what Raquel is. Like he's got that extra scoring touch that Zucker just doesn't quite. Zucker gets himself in the positions, but like Raquel has that touch that like, I like, and he fits the penguin. I think Sullivan could turn him into a really good power forward. Um, a modern day power forward. Like he throws a body quite a bit for a shooter so and he plays well with malkin like if you you need malkin going that's how you win if you're gonna keep him if we're gonna sign him back which i like we are i i crosby and malkin will be resigned Latang's the one i'm more and more getting unsure of as it goes but i think we'll probably sign um i think the surprise move will be malkin not getting signed like the, yeah. the gm management being like the best idea is to move that's on from Malkin we're pulling because we can team. do whatever. Yeah. Obviously, they yeah. Then, then we're doing something crazy. Players. Then we're bringing in like another center, like a cadre of some yeah. sort, or a trochek, or Jakey Miller, 
or something. Yeah, like that. a J2, yeah, exactly, like, uh, a Trocheck, whatever yeah. the case. Like, that's what we would be doing yeah, to, like, to get defensively how much are better. They, or how much are they taking into, like, handing it over to the next group? You know, like, are they, like, what? super... The issue is, we don't have a next group, group because make... of Rutherford. Exactly. Exactly. Like, like there's going to be more drastic moves towards that. Like, who are you going to give the second line center to? Philip Hollander? Like, that's the guy you're going right. <laughs> to... It's it's just... Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they have to make aggressive moves to get to that point. Right. To, you know, so, like, are they going to start doing that? Because... They have to do it within the next two, three years. Yeah, or else absolutely. You will have no one. <laughs> yeah. Like the uh, the only thing, though, I the biggest thing I care about the most is, is getting Russ signed. That guy needs to be signed. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is I so key agree. to that to our team. Just the way we play, he plays that game. He's so key. Your and, top nine. So incredibly. Oh key. yeah, he can play anywhere. He's he's good to set defensively. He's fairly quick. Like he does have moments where he frustrates the hell out of me. But like, you find guys that play a Crosby, keep them with Crosby, and this is the best line I've ever seen Crosby have. Um, like Jake Gensel yeah, exactly. is the Dog. best line mate since Chris Kunitz, and he rivals Chris Kunitz. And Chris Kunitz made Team Canada for it. Like I think Jake Gensel is way better than Chris Kunitz ever was with Crosby, which is could be controversial from other penguin fans like Kunitz won us cup so did Gensel. That was a pretty good duo but yeah no this is This yeah, is special like they're they've got everything. Yeah, just more prolific, right? They they can take and, defensive zone, they can take offensive, they can score you goals like last minute of, it, it's just yeah. everything is there with that line so just well, get Gensel Russell. Got, well Gensel got another goal in eight the game goals. 7. So the, he had eight uh, goals in this ridiculous. series. Like, he's probably still on people's, like, early con Smythe until someone can knock him off next round. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. in all reality, the way you guys played and just, like, the certain individual performances, it's, like, like almost why why not would we, like, run it back? got to push forward for another two years, right? You got to. We have to. We have to. We, we. If we win this, like, we could have went on a run. Like, Jari was back. Like, that's that's a big point. Like, I'm not saying we lost because our third goalie. But, like, we had a third goalie. That's would have been different with Jari is the question. Like, I know it does make a difference now. He's hurt. But, like, with how good he was all year, gets hurt in the last two weeks, just, yeah. Yeah, could have been a different series. Absolutely. Let's uh let's move off them. We've talked way too long on them. So let's move into Calgary Dallas real quick. The last game we saw. Um Calgary coming back, winning it. Uh the only game seven, like we said, that Dallas scored first and didn't end up winning the game. Uh do you guys want to start with the first line with Calgary? Actually get with the cool little fact that I found. Alrighty, you started off Odin. So apparently, Daryl Suter is now the coach with the most Game 7s under his book. He has coached in 11 Game 7 games. Nice. Yeah, hey, his record's just ranked, too. He already has the most Game 7 career wins. Uh, he's 8-3. and three. 
so nasty, too man. Bad. That's so crazy. That's not too bad. Yeah, man. I remember like hearing about that. When it comes to game seven. Yeah. Yeah, but one thing that was big to me in this game was uh, the two guys that scored, and you could say classically got off the schneid for the Flames with the, which is Kachuk and Toffoli. Yeah, the two uh, guys we pinpointed that were shit. Yeah, like they really needed to. Not that he was bad before, but Goudreau really kicked it up a notch in Game Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah no, it's just he was average. He was point. quite average throughout the series for the for yeah, him. Yeah, like my point bad, before, he was average for sure for him. Yeah, like my my point before was just simply like as a top line, you have to be better. You than have that. to be a like, top you line. You can't have an actual super bad minus even strength goal for percent. Like you just shouldn't be there. You know, like yeah. you. You got to lead the team in ways and come up with the big goals, and they did not do that. I think uh, also what they said was like average goaltending. If like if the Otter was playing like average goaltending, they would have scored like twelve more goals on Dallas. So like that just shows you how good the Otter was. Um, he was the best goalie in the playoffs. Maybe these guys would have scored. Maybe these stats are really bad because the Otter was just in their fucking I head. I think this would have been a five-game series if they had an ad, like even just above average. Hugh Dobin. Yeah. Well, Wedgwood, man. Wedgwood. He was a fucking fly this year, man. You probably yeah. would have got him. You would have got a win for sure. Like for sure, man. Yeah. But man, no, that's a that's an amazing series. Those two guys getting off the Schneid gave me a good feeling that they were gonna pull that off. Whether. It didn't look like it was going to because um, Dallas really came out of that uh, OT quite well. Very impressive, Dallas. I've been a big – if you've been listening to the pod, I'm a big fan of the team. And, yeah, their mentality but, going into it was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. man. They, yeah. They really brought it. They really brought it this series. And yeah. You said it last – They really and they really gave it to the Flames. Yeah, the player you mentioned last pod, Chase, that I'm – gonna kind of steal this one is Miro Heiskanen he was brilliant like a top pairing D-man was a true top pairing D-man every facet so that's a guy that I've been a big fan of just throughout the league and he never gets he he never gets noticed I wonder if he's gonna be similar to Petrangelo in the sense of he's just gonna be underratedly good until he hits 30 and then until he's oh, too good for us to not notice. Until right? yeah, until like he wins a Stanley Cup with St. Louis Blues. I think all he needs is a good consistent point season where it doesn't seem like he doesn't just disappear for like Well, <laughs> it, it's just month. tough because he's from the same draft <laughs> Which, of the best defense like he's from the same group of draft picks of the yeah. some of the best offensive defensemen we've ever seen. Like <laughs> I think there's I think there's promise of it changing because we all know that Klingberg may not be back, and if he's not back, that's going to change the dynamic of point yeah. production on that defense, and yeah. that may mean Miro Heiskanen not having months spurts of where John Klingberg just takes over. And yeah, absolutely. Lights it up. So that's a that's a good point to bring up with uh, Klingberg. While we're on Dallas, do you guys think he's staying or do you guys think he's gonna go like he he played really well it seemed like they repaired it a little bit their relationship yeah, i think i think he'll stay at this point I, yeah it doesn't if they didn't move him when they really wanted to 
odds are they couldn't really get a move they liked, so why would they? Yeah, it's... Yeah. It, it's I'm the... in a tough spot. I think somebody, like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I think somebody will offer him that little bit more money. Right? He might right. do it, but... So who it's... do you think will fold? Do you think, like, in the money front? Because that's obviously the holdup. Like, is it? do you think Klingberg will, like, give on his more? Or do you think Dallas will more give away money? Yeah, I don't think Dallas will... Dallas knows what he's worth, I think. And they're not signing um, too expensive. And what do you deal. think that number is, I don't then? think, because they, they know... I think, I think they remember... I think I remember hearing that they're very weary of what they did with Ben and Sagan. Yeah, Like, they know that's that. not a good idea. But they knew they had to do it at the time. Yeah. Because, uh, like, Sagan was on, like, a $5 million contract for, like, so long, just yeah. lighting it up. Um, so... They had to overpay for him for too long. It's not that they overpaid for him. It's just for two years long. are too many. So they, uh, they're dealing with that already. So John Klingberg should not be on that list. Yeah, you know? I, so, I agree. They're doing yeah, exactly I what I told – like Jordan said, exactly what Jordan said. They're doing but, exactly what I told San Jose not to do. <laughs> yeah, But it sounds like Klingberg loved, loved the place, and it was a big shock from the start that this all went down the way it did. Yeah. So maybe there's a way to connect back. And he just kind of takes his two-year, three-year deals as he can with the stars. Just as, try and stay until know, they're good, and then eventually. Just, just to yeah. just to stick around because he wants to win with this team or whatever, and do like a two-year deal and try an extra extension. Just kind of try to keep going with it because with I don't team. know. I don't see why guys yeah. wouldn't do that more often either. than just being Everything like, yeah, it's not like it was newer to the team. It really depends. Like, it, my eyes, John Klinger's been underpaid his whole career, for the most part. Like, yeah. like this contract's yeah, been a gift. I think he should get a small gift back. I'm not saying he should take him to the cleaners, but, like, if he got, like, a five, six-year deal at, like, six and a half, seven, like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be that upset, actually. I think that's okay. I think, like, a Morgan Riley contract isn't that crazy what about eight at two and, and i think that's what <laughs> eight at two everything. yeah what if he asked for eight at two and he wouldn't budge on that like eight mil at two okay i i was like are you saying like eight years at two million yeah, because no, like that's something nuts that's that's a no but like okay well, I, I would be fine with that if i'm dallas if if i'm dallas i'm like Okay, if we can make that work for this year or next, then sure, easy. Because it won't handcuff you down the road. Because I wouldn't be shocked if that's the route he goes. He wants to get paid. Maybe he asks for a little money in Dallas. So, like, all right, we can pay it, but we can't pay it long. Yeah, like, like what you said about uh, you would be, you'd be fine with him at six and a half to seven. Like, that's exactly like Dallas is probably not going to give him seven. Right, he's gonna give him seven, like right. Seattle or whatever. Arizona, really. Actually, they got a decent amount of good right-handed guys. Yeah, they're so good, they're man. They got that Jason Mayo. <laughs> yeah, Arizona, they're gonna be thirty-first again next year. Thirty-second. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want the all-star. You want the second star. Like Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Second star. 
They uh, dodged Shanghai for a reason. They know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. would have traded down if they got it. I started to laugh when I saw that, actually. I genuinely did. I thought it was the funniest thing. How they didn't get a, the second overall pick. Yeah. Oh, they... yeah. Shout out to Mumbai. We're talking about the wings. Uh, Nemesikov gets traded for a fourth round pick. We get some deep ass fourth round pick, and the Dallas Stars got a first line centerman for game seven. Nice. Because I guess Rupe was hurt. They yeah. actually played pretty damn good, old Nemesikov. So yeah. That was a pretty good idea of just trading for a complete Swiss Army knife. Bring Looks him like back. Looks like both teams that traded with us, Stetcher included. Yeah. Really. Really got their draft picks worth of that fucking shit. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> um, back to Dallas. Should we? Sorry, hard transition, but we're kind of going off course already. Um, actually, I, I'm done with Dallas. Do you guys want to move on to the next game seven? Yeah. Okay, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, that's all I want to say about Dallas. That's all for fucking. That's fucking dope. Dope. Good for let's let's go to another series I got wrong. Um, L.A. Edmonton <laughs> and Connor McDavid and Cody Cece, like Chase said, <laughs> that Cody Cece and uh, what's his like, name? Kulak line, yeah, just Black. coming up scoring the game deciding goal. I was goal. all fucked up thinking that Nurse was out this game, but he was he was playing that game. I think it was so last game. Was all fucked up. Yeah. yeah okay, I thought so too because like I I. I went along with it because I believed you, and I was like, oh, wait, it is game seven? Shit, maybe, like, the Kings will do it more. Like, Yeah, I, exactly. I don't so, know why I thought that it was uh, game seven, that it didn't already happen. But yeah, like, no worries. It's funny because I brought up the Kulak CC when I played it up and that game, and then... <laughs> and then they literally <laughs> put it on the scoreboard. Yeah. Just bad. Anyways, funny stuff. Yeah, this was. I almost feel like I got the series wrong by saying, like, it, the fact they went to seven just blows me away because that was the opposite of what I was talking about. I was like, there's no way this happens, you know? Like, the Oilers have been too good, too good all year. Like, they were, right. were dropping. Like, how the momentum that they've been bringing into the. Like, there's. Why would they even lose more than two games? The biggest flaw of the team wasn't too bad. Mike Smith wasn't too awful in this series. In fact, yeah, it was good. Good uh, well, yeah, there was there was a couple of moments where he was like, yeah, he was bad early. He was pretty bad Mike early. <laughs> for for first four games, I would say I was he was not good enough. But then after that, he really was good enough and better than good enough. So yeah, like which is fine. He can do that, and I know he can do that. And like Edmonton's problems are still sitting there. Like it's just a band aid right, covering this dam is Mike Smith. Like, yeah. he can fall at any day. Like, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, he could be going on the bike and, like, slip somehow, and his groin's gone. And he tears something. And he's done for life, for the rest of his career. Like, something like yeah, that at his age. Cold. Yeah, or, like... Could be cold tonight, man. You had a frost. And he wasn't. <laughs> he, he just wasn't. So... I, that that's why my criticism's always gonna be there until it happens. Yeah, well, but, I'm trying to pump up Mike Smith. 
we're trying to pump up Mike Smith here, Rylan, so let us. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. One time. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep his. Keep us grounded. Keep him grounded. <laughs> Don't let him fly too high <laughs> off the ground here. Fuck, I sound like a dick. Guy got two shutouts, man. Yeah, he's pretty serious. good. This is unreal. This is unreal. Shift it to uh, cost. Yeah, and no, no. Uh, Connor McDavid show, hey, basically. Yeah. He really... Yeah. Leon wasn't weather. fantastic, not for Leon, but McDavid was McDavid. Yeah, like, he really brought it to the main <laughs> the stage. <laughs> he didn't uh, want to lose again. Did end up being involved and part of those goals, which is nice to see the big main man actually getting it done. I know he said at the end of the game, oh yeah, no, it was a good team effort because like, what, what else are you going to say, right? He so, says uh, that all the regular season all the time, too. Like, we know yeah. his answer. Uh, He'll go bag like six points. Well, it was a good team effort. It was. You don't get a shutout without a good team effort. Like, that was great great game um actually suffocating la um no but we're just talking yeah, about being like honest that's what you need that's what you need that yeah. gives you real confidence something yeah. that i said in other just going against uh, the against uh, yeah like with these canadian teams and mcdavid matthews and these guys like doudreau and kachucky and whatnot they like do they need a game seven with their back against the wall, and they need to get it done for them to get that monkey off their back where they can feel a little bit more freer or maybe create that essence in the room to make yeah. everybody feel freer in the game and in the playoffs and stuff like that because like, that's seemingly more why people don't make it deep than it is really anything else. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's almost like, are you good to go or are you not good to go? Because I watched the Leafs just literally once there was one opportunity and once something was open, they went for it. They yeah. didn't even, they didn't fake it. They didn't try to do anything else. They didn't try any sleight of hand. It was like basically just like, oh, the pass is there, hit it, boom. Like it was, it was kind of disappointing because that's not what they do. They no. they hunt around and make sure they score goals, you know? Like, that's that's their least MO sort of thing, is creating dangerous opportunities, not just, not dangerous, like, actual goals, you know? Like, that's, and then just kind of shooting on every opportunity or passing on every opportunity is, it's refreshing. We didn't get to see it with the Oilers, but I thought we were going to see it with the Right. <laughs> um... um. But yeah, absolutely. So let's uh, let. Oilers, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have much to say about the Kings either. Um, Oilers, great game. I just because like they did so good. I was so impressed with a lot of guys. Like I've, we talked about them yeah, in they depth. Exceeded expectations. And I'm excited to see what yeah. they're gonna do next year, and especially this off season, because like I'm pretty sure they got some cap space to do some work. They don't have like yeah. they got Kempe, they who they're gonna have to pay some big money. I'm crazy to see what that contract's gonna be. Yeah, talk about uh, why wouldn't you just go super balls deep after a performance like that? Yeah, like your team's good enough. Clearly, like everyone I, I, wants to live in LA. Your team is clearly good enough. 
If yeah. you're super cap strong for the next two, three, like make yourself super cap strong with like a dope team for the next two, three years. Exactly. Don't Don't sign a couple two, two year contracts. So this is a good push. You know, it's kind of like what the Maple Leafs did with Jake Muzzin. Yeah. They'll live and die on that hill now because they actually lost the game because it's funny. Um, they never needed Jake Muzzin. Like this was all just a ploy to get into the playoffs, stay in the playoffs, and try to get some playoff experience. And sadly, they didn't. They didn't win. Whether they wanted to possibly win this whole time with that Jake Muzzin trade is, I don't know what they were, what Jesus were thinking. Well, we'll get into that. Trust me, their off-season decisions. Uh, I, I'm well, done with the Kings. Let's jump into the Leafs Tampa game. Um, I want to start off talking about Tampa and about one player in particular because I almost shit a brick when I watched Braden Point fall there. And the way he grabbed his thigh, I was like, oh my god, did he like somehow break something in his thigh? Like, I I don't know why, I just had Stamkos flashbacks. Like, whenever I see that jersey and someone grab their thigh and scream the way he did, I panicked. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, this didn't just happen. And the fact he sat on the bench from the second period, early in the second, I believe it was, or it was either late in the first when it happened, the whole game... Just as a, a, a basically a cheerleader for the team and like just hyping the guys up is it was fantastic. So I just wanted to start it off with that before I say anything else. If I say anything, I tend to say wrong things <laughs> on purpose. So yeah, I want to say a good thing about Braden Point and Tampa there. Uh, but I'll throw it to you, Jordan. First, you can kick it off with this series. No, I mean. Andre Vasilevsky did what Andre Vasilevsky does. Yeah, he was real good. He likes himself a game seven. He loves himself the pressure, and god damn, did he relish it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chase's favorite like player, too. Into being, hey, like, I was like, this guy hasn't even played an actual epic game yet this series, so what? He's just going to show up. Like, yeah. Light him up. Like I said, there's like every. Every little bit, just like going into Game Seven, just gave confidence to the Lightning to win. Just so ridiculous. Like, oh, won that game, and uh, Vasilevsky didn't even play great. Well, what if he plays great? We're definitely winning this game, you know? Like, right. Uh, Nick Paul just puts on a fucking show. Yeah, um, that second goal was through. amazing. That was a great He's goal. Trying. Yeah, talk about the puck just being a magnet, hey? Yeah. It just stuck to you. That was so cool. Yeah, um, buddy, that was probably the best, one of the best uh, trade deadline acquisitions. That's, talk about working for the now, like, super well. And yeah. He's kind of carrying Hagel. They went back to the Colton Hagel and Paul line. And yeah. That's been fucking fire. Um, we all wondered how it was going to end up, and it's, Ended up with fucking Sorelli on the wing, man. It's just blowing me away. Yeah, just a Selkie nominee put on the wing casually. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine if Bergeron was 25 and it's like, we're going to put this kid on the wing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's essentially yeah. what we're. Uh, yeah. yeah man, it's Super funny. Cool. It is cool. It it's is cool. cool. Uh, so proud of the. The, the old uh, Iserman team. Hell yeah. Um, I have 
I have to say I was I was right there with you, Leaf fans. Like I was sitting at the yeah, edge of my man. seat cheering. I was like, go, come on. And when yeah. Morgan Riley scored that goal, I cheered with you guys. Like and and I never thought I'd say this like and put it on the internet that I was cheering for the Leafs, but like I genuinely rooted for you guys. And when you guys when you guys were out, I felt like we were out too for a second. Like I felt a brief moment of like, wow, they're actually out. Like how? Like I was I was actually upset. I couldn't believe it. And then I looked at their faces and I was like, even more. And I watched this on TikTok. I watched this poor old man, older gentleman. Sorry, that old man's very rude. But old man for hockey sense. This is probably in his late 50s or something. Watch in highlights of just picture videos of him throughout the game and his emotions. And he was so energetic. And with 10, like five minutes left, he looks at the camera while his daughter's recording and goes, this cock-sucking team always lets me down. Looks back at the TV, proceeds to go to the last minute. 30 seconds, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And he just goes, head down, yeah. eyes closed, hands, ha- palms of his hands in his face, and just huh. defeat. And then it ended, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's every that's leaf fan." And like, ah, oh, I'm. Yeah, so- they aren't like that. They're reacting like Steve Dangle did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Just wow, hey. That's yeah. I, I feel you. I'm right there with you. Like exact. I feel you, man. Like I'm a Canadian, so like it does. I've been ever since I was born. Never won a fucking goddamn cup. We've always pretended like pretenders do so well, Canada. And fuck, I believed in the Toronto Maple Leafs for once. Um, because here, here's straight up didn't believe in them any other year, but I believe they could do it this year. And that's just crazy, heartbreaking. Like that's yeah, that's wild. That's yeah. so like a stab in the fucking back for me. My my brother. Damn who's in high school has never been alive for a Leafs playoff series win. Nice. Nice. <laughs> to put in nice. perspective, yeah. my little brother who's in high school. The cup. Literally the Montreal Canadiens won the cup a month later I was born and they ne- nobody ever won <laughs> again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, there is a, there is a tin foil. Grab your tin foil hat, boys, and put it on. Theory that uh, the reason Canadian teams have never won the Stanley Cup since Montreal Canadiens 1993 is because of Gary Bettman. Because Gary Bettman became commissioner in 1994 following the Montreal Canadiens Cup win. And has since been. And so they say Gary Bettman keeps Canadian teams from the Cup. I'm way closer. My date's way closer to that Stanley Cup. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, let's take our tinfoil hats off. We're done with that game. Let's get into some serious talk. Um, 
I got nothing else on the Leafs other than I think they should keep everything they can. Yeah, just run it. Run it As back. As we said last year, just run, run it back. This, I feel Honestly, so comfortable running it I'll, back. I'll say it again. This is the only guy they need to trade. And it's Nylander. I, I, I don't like saying it. I disagree. The move you make. I don't love it, but... I agreed with you. I I may have agreed with you last year, but I disagree with you now because I think Keith is slowly starting to figure him out. He slowly stopped less and less being a lazy prick out there. And when he's not lazy, he is outstanding. Game two of his was poor, but game one and game three in particular were very good, if I remember. I, I Unless... Now, now, if you can get something insane, then, like, yeah, but, like, I'll trade yeah. Malkin to get someone insane. I'll trade Gensel if we're getting, like, Panarin. Like, I yeah, love Jake Gensel, but I'm, like, come on. Like, it, it, like I'm taking trades like that, it, but I, I disagree with yeah. having to move Nylander. I love this team, I, and I think they just, just, yeah, like, that's just, right. they ran into the cup. Like, Doing something something simple like moving yeah. Muzzin. Um, simple. I think it's, Keep it I simple. Think you're, I think your mega interesting blow up move, if you want to call it that, would be I'd 100% look at Nylander. If they feel they need to do something, which I kind of. I don't think that. Not I, yet. I've seen enough in a sense where I feel like I'd rather tinker with more than just have a Nylander with the group that they have but i don't know this all depends what's out there man and what you can actually get back because like in all reality it's kind of sketchy i yeah i think one more year i i want to see this team one more year this core like the the small parts can go like if a muzzin goes something like that like like i'm fine with that if if they move on from kerfoot or something like that obviously i'm okay with but like the main like five six guys kind of thing and i'd like campbell to come I back too i i want to see that in the playoffs because i think they can do it and i think they they've I shown think. they could do it this playoffs it's just like tampa was like so resilient after not winning games for the most part yeah. like they really were like Leafs maybe played poor in one of those losses um maybe one and a half of those losses or so but like tampa really played up to tampa's standards this oh, game yeah. seven especially like, they threw everything in the kitchen sink at Vasilevsky. Sometimes they got a little frazzled with passing at the end. But, no, I, I think I think keep it. Keep it for the most part. Agreed. Let's, uh, let's move on to Carolina-Boston. I believe this is our final series to talk about now. Um, mm. Yeah, it is. I it would be. So. Yeah, and, yeah, Carolina went in 3-2. Yeah. Carolina pretty much having control all game, I would say. I wouldn't say they, like, dominated them at all. Like, Boston was hung in there. They really hung in there. Physically, especially. Boston's Boston. Uh, maximum Domi. Max, yeah, <laughs> Max Domi was awesome. And you didn't you bring him up last pod, Chase? Like, pretty sure. I, wanna, I think you I did. I don't even remember, man. Just I think you actually criticized him as well. <laughs> well. Understandably, he's been slotted on the fourth line for most of the series. Yeah, 
and just well, he's somebody that can pop off for you and actually like do stuff. Um, because like when I liked him as an acquisition, I was thinking more like a Turi Lekkonen, but I don't know, Domi kind of can bring a little bit more of. Yeah, he can kind of bring that game if you'll force him into it, sort right. of thing. Is kind of what I was thinking. He's got know, the he, mind. You know, he had a hell of a game that game, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, Agreed. um, I, I, this series like was just home game. City, like yeah. you just when you're at home, you yeah, won. Exactly. Like if if you penalties, <laughs> you were very lucky if you lived in the city of your favorite team in that series in that case so i got really nothing else the team i expect my bracket is still technically my final two teams are still correct that's all i care about right now like i'm I, half of my, uh, half of my teams are out in my bracket i've gotten half right and half wrong uh, but dude i got the atlantic wrong that's all i got the whole atlantic because i picked fucking toronto for some dumb reason <laughs> and i picked uh Fucking Washington. Uh, Washington. Yeah. I got I got one in got each division right. wrong. I got one in each division wrong and one in each division right. So I'll take it. Nice. Pretty 50 nice. 50 on it. Um but the yeah. ones I picked, I picked with my heart a lot more, I noticed. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota was my heart. Yeah. LA was with my heart. Pittsburgh was with my heart because I'm I'm always just picking Pittsburgh. Like I don't care if we're playing Tampa, um, and Toronto is in my nice. heart. All four of those teams, I were like, I believe in you, and I shouldn't have. <laughs> Moral of the story, kids: don't believe in anything <laughs> that you your heart don't brings. believe. In don't yourself. believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just be motivational speakers, boys. Um, but no, uh, I got nothing else. Should we? Motivational speakers. Best motivational speakers. Um, do you guys want to jump into our second round and our predictions, previews, and go through that yeah. real quick here? Yeah, cool. Let's uh, let's go with the one that was already set kind of already talked about but i want to go in depth about it now let's kick it off with the colorado versus st louis blues series i'm gonna we're gonna each give our piece we're not chase gonna say <laughs> our what we predict it's gonna be until all of us at the end no i will <laughs> <laughs> and i'll start with jordan and go to chase and i will finish and we'll save our predictions. Yes, we will save our predictions. No. Chase won't, but he's going to have to repeat himself. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, no, I mean, I don't think this is going to be uh, as one-sided a series as people seem to think. I think this is going to be a lot more of a match. So I'm excited for this one. I really like this matchup. Yeah. Um, Chase. <laughs> Um, I'm worried about this uh, being a year too early for the Blues. Tyru, Thomas, Barbashev. I guess Barbashev seems like he's fine, but still young. Uh, defense has kind of been hurt. That never is good. They've just been dealing with small injuries here and there. Um, 
Colorado's finally healthy. That's that's what I'm worried about here, honestly. With uh, the Blues, is that just sort of crap? And they have everybody will be back next year. They'll have the same team next year. Yeah. So um, they can just do this next year and kick the shit out of everybody. Hopefully, who so will sign a friendly. Maybe deal. it's just not this year. You know, maybe it's just not this year. Even though I was kind of said it <laughs> yeah you kind of did it for a while there and like at game well, 70 yeah, no, my bracket i have them i have them there carolina and the blues to the cup boys to the cup crazy crazy now um i just yeah. to piss you off because uh it'd be a boring series right i i i I don't know. I've not read anything about the series. I've actually like not heard a single person talking about it. Funny enough, so I don't even know what people are saying. Eighty-five percent chance is what they have, Colorado. Holy eighty-five percent probability to win. I, that's insane. Yeah. yeah, I've not seen that at all. If you have any incline on thinking the St. Louis Blues can win, go and bet on them winning in like six or seven games and just steal that money. Cause yeah. Like, I put two dollars down, you'll get fucking eighteen. <laughs> Twenty, like it's ridiculous. I uh, so, yeah, I I I agree. I don't think the Blues can hang defensively at all. We saw that last year. This isn't like too dissimilar of a team. Like it's better. This Blues team's better. It's a line better for sure. But like, Colorado dismantled them last year. Like dismantled them, and I don't think they're gonna do that. And I'm not implying they will, but like, Colorado's still that better team, no? Like, or well, clearly yes. Eighty-five percent people say yes. Um, I, I just probability is eighty-five percent when all they do all their statistics. Yeah, I don't. I just, I think they're. This is a team I want to really believe in. <laughs> I want to believe in this team. So uh, yeah, um, the Colorado Avalanche. I will give them the cup if they get to the cup. But honestly, I'll get to my prediction right now. Yeah, go for it. I'm, I'm taking. I'm taking the Blues. Blues are winning, boys. Crazy. That's, that's how I feel. They Being with the fifteen percent. Sticking with it. Sticking with it, man. You and, and John Ham can go. Can go cry in your corner after. Um, I am starting to I am getting closer to the series and I'm starting to feel exactly a lot more of the weight of what I said earlier and why I said that is a big reason like they're literally probably going to have the same team next year and they'll be ready to do this next year and yeah. probably next year will be the way the time they actually right. bust through Colorado because yeah they just look like the adom- abominable snowman the avalanche coming down so yeah really yeah. Uh, so Blues in. Oh, um, I think we'll do it in six, like they did against uh, fucking Ooh. Wild, because I don't think they'll win in Game Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Fair um, enough. Fair so enough. Good. My Leafs logic, which was right, by the way, my Leafs logic was one hundred percent right there. I did want to say that. Exactly. Um, it worked. It worked. I told you. Um, but Jordan, what do you got for this series? Colorado, St. Louis. Yeah, no, I mean, you guys brought it up. The defense for me of St. Louis is going to be a problem. I 
think that this is going to be a really physical series, and the fact that St. Louis are going into it already knocked up and battered isn't going to be good for them. I've got the Avs in six. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> it's, I, I don't, I know who I'm picking to win. I, I know it's, I, I think Colorado's going to do it. I think McKinnon's, like, just going to be the worst nightmare of this team. I really do. I think he's the worst nightmare in the NHL when he's pissed. Um, I think there's no worse player you'd want to play against when they're at their absolute most at their at. Because McKinnon can embarrass you with hockey, but he can beat the piss out of you. Like, he's scary, too. So, like, and I think we'll see that. Which would be super super cool. Um, so I'm gonna go Colorado and seven, like Chase said, because there's no way the Blues will win a game seven against Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr. Mm-hmm. And Kale McCarr is the best defense, offensive defenseman I've ever seen. Period. Ever. Period. Him or Mike Green for me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Colorado and seven. I I just. They'll do it. They'll they'll win the second round finally. Maybe maybe they'll fall in the third, but like my prediction maybe. Yeah, says, we're talking this series, so but, yeah. <laughs> no, uh that all we got for it? Should we move on, yeah. boys? Yeah. Oh you're muted, Chase. <laughs> so uh <laughs> I couldn't remember what I was thinking anyway, so don't worry about it. All right, let's move on to our other series. Let's keep it in the West and finish it off. Battle of Alberta. This is probably the most anticipated series in the playoffs. At least by Canadians, it is for sure. That's that's the series I've been seeing the debate about. And it is, like, online, it's like, Maybe 55-45 for Calgary. Like, barely skewing, but not by much in some. I wonder how that's going to go. Yeah, I'm fucking so excited for this fucking series. Yeah, this, gonna... this is one of those series that I was praying would happen. Yeah, as uh, was everyone. I think, yeah, I think fucking Edmonton, like I said in the other pods, like, I think they have a good chance against this team. I think they'll find a way to... Uh, get on this team and get them stepping back a little bit. Um, but, and that's especially because of just, like, the unflatteringness that we kind of saw against Dallas, but because uh, Smith is better than an average goalie. He's been playing better than an average goalie, so you're not just going to all of a sudden start scoring goals because you're not playing against Ottinger. Like, yeah, you'll yeah. probably pot one or two, but, like, that's what McDavid and Dreisaitl will do every game. So you have to deal with that. Right. Um, obviously, those guys can get shut down, but it's a seven-game series. You lose, you lose games. Um, this is not going to go five games at all. There's no way this goes five games. I don't even know if there's a way this goes six to six. Honestly, um, unless somebody <laughs> really just trips and falls, get an injury, this, that, or the other thing. I agree. Uh, Tanev being hurt. Kinda, I think that last game, I think, yeah, that's not not fun news exactly. So like, I wonder how beat up uh, Calgary's gonna be going into this. Playoffs has a lot to do with health. Um, yeah, this is a. 
I think it's getting dirty. It's gonna get dirty. Yeah, I agree. Jordan, what do you got on this series? No, I mean, I know you guys said it. This one's going the distance. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, I, uh, I'm really this series. I'm so, I'm so, so excited for because like, I, I like I both that. of these teams right now the way they're playing and such. So, well, I like, I like how the Oilers are playing. I'm a little disappointed in Calgary, but I like how they can play. Is what I should say. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's going like we keep saying it's going the distance. Um, it's gonna people are gonna be so bruised in this series. There's gonna be a suspension or two, I think, or at minimum a fine. Like there will be a fine of some sort for like headbutting, head cross checking, like uh, yeah, apparently headbutting. Yeah, like it, it'll be Lou Cheech or like taking a page on Marshawn's book and licking someone's face. Like I don't know, something like that'll happen. Like. The old Cassian Kachuk. Yeah, exactly. Cassian Kachuk, like. It's just, it's going to be a physical, physical, painful series for everyone involved. But, yeah, it's, that's all I got. Markstrom has to play his A game. I'm looking at the goalies. If the goalies break, Oilers are fucked. But if they don't, Oilers will hang in till the end and can push Calgary easily. So that's yeah, where my mind goes. I definitely like the goalie battle for Calgary a lot more because of how the last series went. Like, Markstrom wasn't even the best goalie in that series. And it's just like he was, he was so good. And he was really so hard good, to too. Be, like, the best goalie in the playoffs, this guy. Um, and, yeah, it's just... Showing up my kid too. Again. <laughs> you're definitely all over better again. than Mike Smith. So, um, because Mike Smith has been playing really good, but that's, uh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's the matchup that Marshall. can change, that's, change on a whim, like right there. Yeah, exactly. It, so yeah. that's, that's my big issue with it. But should we but get like in? Like I said, with like the difference between Calgary and, uh, Edmonton. So you have a better goalie. Calgary, yeah, well, we have more offense, and we can push that offense a little bit yeah. better, um, as long as we can contain you and whatnot, because uh, you're not one to score too too much anyways. Yeah, I, I, I think it's just the most goal. eye-catching spot, right? Like, absolutely, yeah. Oilers are better, like, yeah, Calgary's got better defense there to stop the sadly, offense. Sadly, so, like, Edmonton might be able to outscore their problem that little bit. As much as Mike Smith makes his blunder behind the net or whatever, hey. <laughs> yeah, and unless Markstrom was doing what he was doing in the regular season, there's no way they're beating that yeah. Markstrom. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's what get into our predictions. Who do you guys have? We all have seven. Let's skip the bullshit. Yeah. Flames get... and seven. Flames. Yeah. Flames and seven. Flames. I'm yeah. I picked them to go to the easy. cup. I can't. Like, I want to go Edmonton, but Jacob Markstrom is is what tips the scale for me. Yep, me too. Jake, like like you said exactly, he wasn't the best goalie of the last series, and he was still outstanding. Yeah, phenomenal. So, and if and I don't see any reason why he doesn't bring it again. So yeah, and and on the flip side with Calgary, I do want to say like their their offense could easily dry up. We've seen it already against Dallas. Yeah. Like, 
that's a scary thing to notice too if you're a Calgary fan and should be weary. But yeah, I, I do think that's yeah, right. man. Like I'm right there on picking Edmonton. Like I'm very, very close yeah, because was of as a guy who said that. I will never believe Edmonton until they do it. I was the one. I'm very close to picking them too. So yeah, I know no. what you mean. Like they're Calgary like is behind me. Calgary has my heart, but I almost picked Edmonton. So that tells you how close this is. Yeah, something I've said in a lot is just, man, like, you gotta find ways to make it so the goalie, like, the goalie can't stop this. Like, that's, those are the plays, and that's what Calgary wasn't doing, and that's what scares me. You know, just like the Leafs, they were doing lots of things, but you just took the first thing constantly, and you, like, it, you never made sure there was a goal. Yeah. And that's, that's what I worry about with Calgary. Like, they have to step the fuck up. Like, this is a whole... You gotta like actually stand up to the table here. Like, this you thought fucking that was hard. Honestly, like this is gonna be a whole different type of hard. Absolutely. As long as <laughs> not every game, because Edmonton, I don't know, they just didn't bring it every game that first series. Yeah, it, which, it's they're both been they've both spot. been pretty wishy washy this past year. They're both disappointing, and they won. Uh-huh. So yeah. it's it's gonna be really in in good. Just season. shaking that's game seven. Like yep. another thing I keep saying is like, is it just these guys need to shake, like getting something done in a game seven, or like just the the, the playoff wiggles? Like, what is it? Here? Right, um, right. We're gonna find out here, boys. Yeah, let's move on though to the east, and let's go into the uh, metro side of things. Let's go to the New York Rangers versus the Carolina Hurricanes. Jordan. Yeah. No, I'm excited for this one i think that obviously the rangers should be very confident coming off the back of uh probably not supposed to win that series three straight (laughs) wins off of a team that was probably better yep so i i think that both teams come into this feeling some energy obviously carolina can play at home they'll they'll win at home um well, then they'll win this, this series. series. <laughs> they'll win this series if they win at home. It's just math. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. like, no, I know what you mean. But, Chase? Carolina. Carolina's so poised. Uh, something I forgot to mention was when I was bitching at the Leafs, not poised. Just not playing poised at the end of the games and stuff like that. This is something this team does so well. Um, it's that small stuff. It's that control of the puck. It's that... I'm doing this so then we can, so I can wait for this guy to get in the zone so I can dump into him so he can waste time so we can get gathered and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that's a massive key to their having their success. Um, Jacob Slavin just helps with that um, by just poking pucks, being involved in the defensive zone to start these small plays. Um, I just I love how they play. I have them going all the way to the Cub Boys. I'm going to be picking them every. Every time, all the time. That's just how it is. Um, but I love the Rangers here. Been high on high on methamphetamines with the Rangers. I'm so happy they pulled that series out so I don't look like a fucking dumbass. Because uh, I, I don't think they were supposed to win that. Um, which sucks for Crosby and the boys. But uh, they have all the firepower to sneak past this team. And they have the goalie to sneak past this team. But I'm pretty sure Freddie's going to be back. And lights out if Freddie's back so yeah yeah I uh like you said Carolina is like so poised 
They're they're just so calm. They just they play the simple game perfect, and like, I know it's a different sport and everything, but like in soccer, like, there's this defensive mid Busquets who just is, um, just loved for playing a simple game and in soccer the hardest thing to do is play a simple game and like in hockey it is too I feel like not it, way different like it's so hard to like slow the game the fastest game alive down yeah. like it the truly fastest, is the, the fastest fa- players are the ones that slow the game down the most themselves yeah and, and, and if you can do that as a team like that's terrifying for a team and i think they're gonna i I think the rangers will get swallowed up so bad by it but actually where they're gonna get overwhelmed in so many moments they're going to be screwed in the face-off dot because pittsburgh is not a amazing face-off team we're a good face-off team and we killed the rangers in the dot so they're screwed against carolina i think they're but they do have that offense of firepower. They got the goalie, even though he fakes his fucking glove over his hand all the time like a little bitch. He, <laughs> he's a good goalie. He did it four times and it frustrated the shit out of me. Um, but, no, he's a nice glove save. fantastic <laughs> goalie. Great, they got the goal scoring. I really, really love how Kopp has played in Vetrano on this team. I've been in oh, awe with these two players, like more and more as I watch them. But yeah, yeah, Carolina is just—they're so good. They're so good. Um, should we get into predictions? Yeah, I will say of all my second round predictions, this is the one I'm least confident with. I'm going Rangers in seven. <sighs> Holy cool. shit! Going for the upsets. I'm going Rangers in seven. I want to see it again because I fucking I fucking love when this team scores goals, especially Panarin, man. That guy's fucking like a two-year-old kid, excited like fucking. Those Russians get in an ice cream shop. That's how Russians are, man. They love to score goals. He just is, yeah. He brightens my day. (laughs) Um, I go uh, haunts my dreams. Carolina in five. Five. Five, boys. Carolina you did it. Fucking five. Oh, man. Sorry. I was I was going to say Carolina in five just because, like, I was like, that's going to be, like, they're going to be a lot closer. Um, I, I'm going to go with the more confidence of my head goes. And I'm going to go Carolina can in I, six. Can I say quick that if the Rangers win one of the first two games, I will – It'll, it'll, it'll go longer than five. All they right. win one of those road home games, games off the bat. Yeah, one yeah. of Carolina's home games. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I, got, I got Carolina in, in six. I, I think they're going to – they're going to win all their home games. <laughs> they just are. Um, Kaniac. And they'll win one away, obviously. I just this Carolina team is gonna swallow, swallow this this Rangers team and and to put it in perspective in my bracket, I had Pittsburgh winning in my bracket and I had Carolina beating them in the second round anyways my own team so like 
That that that. It didn't look going through. Yeah, I didn't. I don't care. And I thought Pittsburgh was one, the better all around team. One thing I'll say about this Rangers team that's gonna be a sneaky, sneaky beast that I brought up already was Tyler Mott, but the other actual big key cog. Is somebody always bring up his Laffy? That third line with Kako, Chido, and Laffy. Like, fuck, was that line good? Like, it just gets better and better. I think they yeah. threw Laffy on the top line, too. Yeah, um, a little bit. Man, man, like, I wonder what the fuck's going to happen here because, yeah, things are looking good. He and looks better, fantastic. Better, and better with those lineups, and it's scaring the fuck out of me. Like I said, I think that's why they won because, like, not only did a guy get hurt in Pittsburgh here and there and, Maybe it's because that's why you lost the game. You could chalk it up as, oh, you lost the game because of whatever. But, like, um, but yeah, the absolute perseverance to get through that series, um, wait for your guys to get back in all, in all reality, and Mott and some of these guys, and the boost that those guys had in just small little performances, it's, I, fuck. Yeah. It's weird to say Carolina in five when, I don't. Have everything going. I yeah. I don't though. Carolina is just that Rangers. team that's like destined. Like they seem so destined to win a cup. And in the like in this time frame with this core, like I'll be rattled if they don't have a cup within the next ten years. Like I genuinely yeah. might be oh, rattled yeah. if they don't have Five, a cup. Two, three, almost like. Well, exactly. Should, that's why I'm I'm going broader than ten. Like. Yeah, I'll be right. absolutely right. rattled if it's in 10 because they have such good young team. Like, Jarvis will be 30 in 10 years. Yeah, They'll yeah. still be good. Like, that that's what I'm saying. They got such a long time of – they might have a spike in the middle, but, like, I, I, I really want this team to win. I have for a couple years. Like, if it wasn't Pittsburgh, I'm like, I, can't, I, I like this team to win, to bet money on. Like, they're just – they know how to play playoff hockey, but, like, not it's not boring playoff hockey right like it's not the islanders shut it down they just get nasty like that sveshnikov's board play is just dumb yeah god that's crazy i i noticed like a couple plays last game i was just like what the fuck man you're just who are you (laughs) yeah exactly right um yeah so good love i i don't think you guys are crazy i think jordan is obviously but um (laughs) fair enough i get it rangers no Uh, if the rangers are gonna win they're they ain't doing it in five or seven i agree if they're gonna do it it's gonna be in seven they're gonna they're gonna be just so squeezing these out playing 17 fucking ot games absolutely but let's uh let's jump into our final series jordan throw it to you Battle of Florida, part two. Part two in the second round. This is, I'm excited for this one. I think this is going to be the most high high energy series. Yeah. This will be, this will be similar for me of the 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 Leafs lightning game. It'll be pretty much a similar copy, but I think it might be meaner. Chase. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a real intense. That's for sure. So because that first round was so nuts last year. I can't wait for Carter Verhage to score like six goals on Tampa and be like, "Yeah, you got rid of me, fuckers." <laughs> and he signed a yeah. one million dollar right. contract with with Florida, like one million, and they couldn't sign him to that. 
And he scores like 30 goals before the Panthers. I love Verhegi. But no, this yeah. th- this series gave me, like you guys said, high flying, back forth, so much offense. There's gonna be so many like live play. I think it's. I really hope Point's healthy. He's not gonna be healthy for game one, but I hope he's healthy throughout the series because it's gonna be weird yeah. to not see him there. But yeah, this is. I'm gonna, I'm interested how these lines match up because it's it feels a lot different than every year that's for sure having a little extra with Giroux Anton Lundell is just an absolute wild card um especially that third line with Tampa same wild card sort of thing yeah. like what are we going to get on a Nick Paul and Hagel and Colton if they um, keep that with uh with point out they may move, yeah, exactly. they may move Hagel up for for points role and then move Shirelli middle so like yeah, exactly hey. tough to say what they're going to do right yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't really know who. Like Tampa just has those three D men, and I just I don't trust Sergachev that much, and yet they've won two cups. Great. So like I don't, I I can't I can't have that argument, right? Or what? Yeah, I I, I agree. I, just, I agree with I you. It's so hard. That much they've they've had that same defense win defense. them cups. The exact same defense when they're cups before twice. Yeah, it, it's but although I fly, yeah, yeah, I exactly. There's no man, like, Florida's not slouching anybody other than Vasilevsky and net, man. It's that's and, and if, really if Spencer Knight comes in and goal. plays like what he is, is like up to his play, yeah. Like you can match. Yeah, because like, like even the fourth line for Florida, I would give it. I would feel more confident in their bottom six, maybe. But also when Tampa's gets pushed against the wall, like who's gonna show up? Probably fucking Pat Patty Maroon, <laughs> you know? Corey Perry, or something like yeah. that. Like yeah, those are their bottom six, not Mason Marchment yeah, who's scoring at a ridiculous pace. Or they're gonna be headbanging, but that's. I think it's. I think it's going super bad in Florida's favor just how the gameplay will, will stack out and kind of how it will because you can't keep Tampa fucking throttled down like right. you can't just push them down and play hockey like that like it doesn't last very long yeah no I I, I agree I just I, I really worry about Tampa with how they played against Toronto in those games with point if they have those games without point, they're, they have no chance. Like, no chance. Those games they lost against the Leafs, if they play like that without Braden Point in the first couple of games, they have no chance in the series to me. So that's where it all lies down. I will have a true answer who will win this series after game one or two, probably, in my head. But, yeah, I just, it's tough. I can't, it's hard to bet against Tampa. I, I but. just, it's just Sam Bennett and Anton Lundell against like Ammer and like Sorelli or I guess Colton or something. Like it's just, yeah. mm, I don't know. I can't feel like crazy confident about that. Like Tampa, I agree. Fuck it. Lundell's been so good. Like that's the thing. Lundell was the second, basically in the top five and 
turnovers or takeaways. Yeah. And the steals for 60, like, just behind Matthew. So. Yeah, I, I know exactly where you're coming from, man. How much effect he can bring, you know? Like, and I just, I don't think they can cut it. I can get into my project, projections. We're, uh, we're going to. Let's, yeah, let's get into our predictions. Uh, right now, I, I wonder if this will be the most, like, divide. Like, it can go any way for sure. What do you got for us, Jordan? Yeah, I think it will be because mine is bold. <laughs> what do you got, Jordan, Jordan? Bold. Tampa and five. Oh. Nice. Oh. Yeah, I'm going yeah. Tampa in five. I'm saying Tampa in uh, six. The big thing for me is obviously the power play woes were massive against Washington. That's going to get only harder against Vasilevsky. I think that's mm. going to be a big killer. The big thing for me as well is Bobrovsky. He was getting worse and worse as the series against Washington went on. What's to say he doesn't completely get worse and worse against this series and then they gotta throw in Spencer Knight, which don't get me wrong, Spencer Knight is a great goaltender and he has potential to be one of the world's best, if not best. But let's not pretend he's not like what, twenty one? How old's Ottinger? Twenty two? Age is just a number, my friend. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. But I, don't I know what you're saying. Thought. There's doubt. There's yeah. doubt. Um, I have doubt, so my money is on Tampa in five. Uh, fuck, man. I'm going Florida in six. Because I'm not picking Florida in seven because I'm not betting against Tampa in game sevens. But um, So if this goes seven, it's Tampa, obviously. I think Florida, I literally said it in talking about each of these teams. I think points not being there hurts so much. Have we ever seen Tampa play off Tampa Bay without point other than last game? And they really barely squeezed that out. Toronto was in their end hemming them all game. So, like, they're blocking shots. They're doing the right things you do in the playoffs for a game seven to win a game without your player. If this is as serious as it potentially could be, and he's out for the first half of the series even, I... I I really struggle not to pick Florida. Like I like how deep they are. Chase really talks about how good their third line is that I really love. Ekblad's outstanding. I think the goaltending will hold up. I, I just think it'll hold up. I don't think it's going to be a blowout of the water. It'll hold up for what they need. And Florida is on a high of winning their first round in like 20-some years. Yeah, since the 80s, I think. Is like it, I think in the 90s because they went to the cup final and that's Florida, the last time. It'd be Florida fashion to it would definitely be Florida fashion to win and go to the final. Yeah, at least right. Like uh, beat Tampa. Go on just feel ride this wave. Like I think they're gonna ride it one more series for sure. Um, at this point, like yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I just yeah, I'm on six. Florida and six. Yeah, no, I got it the other way. Tap on six, buddy. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That's our uh, so that's our series. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. I'm sure my our minds will change the second the first puck right. drops and we see the game yeah, one. Very right, and some of us will be very wrong. Well, clearly, especially in some cases, yeah. right? So, uh, let's get in. Then that's all we got for playoff talk. Let's get into coaching talk. I don't have really much. There's three coaches to bring up. 
for myself or for us. Uh, I'm gonna bring up the first one because this is the most right I've been over the past most podcast, and it wasn't like even game, <laughs> gameplay related, so that's kind of sucky. Um, Lane Lambert is the new head coach of the New York Islanders. I hit her Lambert. right on the head. Yay! So yeah. happy. Uh, I, I thought you had. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Did you see my tweet, dog? Tweet. I did not see your tweet. Oh, buddy, I was like, I was at work. Yeah, fucking, I saw it. I was like, oh shit. Is that that guy he fucking brought up? Definitely the guy fucking he brought up was like, Ryan called it Lambo. Yeah. Sweet Lambo. Sweet Lambo. So, so I I just had to figure that was happening. So I love that, and it makes sense. I I really do like. I hated the firing. It shocked me. Because I like how I love Barry Trotz's coach. He's a great coach. It's just, uh, but if, this makes the most sense. I this agree. was the only year I think you could justify firing him with the season yeah. they had. It, like they were poor and underwhelming and didn't make playoffs. Yeah. They're probably gonna be right back in that race next year. So yeah, they should be at least. You'd hope, and <laughs> yeah, I, I just like to living off the. That's unacceptable, wrote old yeah. like yeah. always. Like always. So, but shave um, your face, unacceptable. <laughs> anyway, uh, but well, uh, moving on or moving towards Barry Trotz, I got some news on him slightly. He's taken a week or two before making his decision or talking to teams or anything. Um, on what time with his family he hasn't had in a long time. Yeah, he's, he's just going to reflect and see what's the ideal, what he even thinks, for all we know. I don't yeah, think he's questioning his... I'm not... I don't think he's questioning that at all in his head, but it could spring up on someone in a week of reflection People with your family. said that he was also... That he may actually possibly be looking at more than just a coaching job as well, is what I heard. Oh, it's interesting. Like, not like he hasn't been coaching for a long time, you know? Like front so. office? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, that would be interesting. That was just something some random guy said that kind of stuck knew with him you, or something like that. In mm-hmm. some ways, like I don't know how much weight to put. Insider on that shit, Chase, <laughs> getting the inside What's scoop that? on Barry Trotz. <laughs> yeah, BT buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm super see. intrigued to see what he goes with. But Go the most, the most friend. interesting. <laughs> news um with vegas firing their coach pete DeBoer. i was i don't advocate for people to lose their jobs but like i was happier when i saw this i really don't care for him as a coach um i don't love his style i don't love his like how he treats his players and he threw his guys under the bus like multiple times this year for being injured. Like the duber, the doe bear. Just, just yeah, hey, never can do it. Sitting here wondering why they fired Gallant. Me so too. This. We all so, are. We all so are. So that's why that's, I'm assuming that's why they moved him. Like they must hope they can get Barry Trotz or something. Yeah, I heard that news. Definitely that they might. Because why the not? Why the hell not? Go go big game hunting for him, but 
Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's necessary, man. Like, I know it's not, not really the, looked bad on the season that they had. I think it's like, the best. I just, I felt like they just never really gave you the extra kick. They never even showed too much of a sign of the misfits. I saw a little piece of them um, yeah, to get like, back onto the run. The players, but yeah. that was about it. Yeah, man, like you need uh, you need a little bit more jam when things are really falling apart. Yep, and, I agree. And it was almost there. It was almost there. But, yeah, man, like Dad, Dadnov was the best one playing. And it's, it's he, he's playing for a job. He's yeah. Because he's just like, yeah, I love Vegas and this team and all this <laughs> stuff. Like, you guys just literally just brought him in. And he's like was on the trading block since yeah, day one. Exactly. So, so like he's been playing for his job, so like um yeah, that's just kinda not good. Just yeah. What do you do? I think you gotta freshen it up a little bit. I think they're trying to do the right thing from now on. Maybe they feel feel they kinda tainted things a little bit because Certainly you know, certainly possible. Yeah. You gotta wonder what What's next with the old knights? Gotta hope that it doesn't just slowly fall apart from now on. That'd be real disappointing. Especially because Eichel just got there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I got a little bit Still more. A bright future. Yeah, I got a little bit more coaching news. Uh, one more Philadelphia Flyers. Um, they're not bringing back Dave Hacks or uh, not Dave Haxtall. That's <laughs> Seattle's. That's our old head coach. Um. <laughs> What's his name? Who's, what's his name? Who's their head when, coach? When Dave Haxall gets fired, we will not be bringing him back. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mike Yo. Mike Yo will not be coming back. Oh, and well, they were surprised. apparently interested in Barry Trotz and in it. And they really want to wait and see about what Jim Montgomery is going to do. Dallas. Montgomery Burns. Yeah. Montgomery yeah. Burns. So, um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, there'll be. A, I think there'll be quite a big coaching shuffle this off season. Uh, like you said, so super interesting. There, we'll keep you all updated. But that is all we got for coaching news and hockey news unless you guys wanted to do awards but I think we're pretty late on time already and we can push that back with uh, either next one or the one after but we will be doing our mock drafts next podcast so check it out Uh, we'll be doing their first 16 teams Chase has got them already I uh, almost have them already Jordan has them already so I will make sure it's all ready for you guys on Friday's episode. But for now, see you guys later. You guys got anything else to say before I close out or plug anything? Nah, man. Just going to be snorting Canadian hockey here. Snorting that ice. (laughs) Let's go. Getting a new group of fans right now that I never thought we'd associate (laughs) with. But, alrighty. (laughs) We'll see you guys next episode. Have a good week. Bye, guys.